Welcome to Women of Substance. Today I want to share a teaching about a really powerful woman in the New Testament. And uh, her name's Lydia. So we're going to just jump right into this teaching in Acts chapter 16. Don't you love the book of Acts? It's just one of my favorite. I think that it should be made into all kinds of movies because there's so many supernatural, amazing things that happen. And people wouldn't believe it if they, uh, you know, if they saw it on a movie that it was really, really happened and really the Spirit of God moved in such powerful ways for people. Of course, he does that every day in, in our lives. He moves so mightily. But here it is recorded what he did and how he did it. And I just love the book of Acts. I highly recommend that you read the whole book. But we're going to start with chapter 16 today. and. Um, I would like to start reading with verse five, and this is King James. And it says, and there were the churches were established in faith and increased in number daily. I love that too. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word of God in Asia, after they were come to Messiah, they essayed to to go into Bithynia, and the Spirit suffered them not. In other words, he did not permit them to do that. You know, it's good to be led of the Spirit of God. Sometimes we, we think we've come up with such a wonderful plan, and the Spirit of God will kind of give us a check about it in our hearts. Uh, just this nagging that says, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it that way. <laughs> Do it my way. And um, sometimes his plans seem a little, uh, I don't know, you know, they are different than ours, um, but they seem maybe just real simple or just one step he'll give you. But I'm telling you, it pays to obey the Lord. And I encourage you to do that today because here they thought it was such a good idea. Now, this is Paul and Silas and Luke, and Timothy. They thought it was such a good idea to go to Asia and preach the word. And you would think anywhere it would be great to go preach the word. But the Holy Spirit knows who needs to hear what and when they need to hear it. And so this was interesting how. The Spirit of God said, don't, don't go there. And uh, these were, these were really big, wonderful cities. They, you know, they probably thought in their mind, well, we could get a lot of converts here. We could preach to a whole lot of people. And, you know, they, they probably thought these would be good campaigns, but the Spirit of God had another plan. And what I love about this plan, and we'll, we'll read on down here in a minute, but I'm just going to give you a, a, just some future insight here of what happened. He sent them to a women's prayer group. <laughs> That's where he, instead of going to Asia and all these wonderful cities, he said, nope, y'all are going to go preach to some women down by the river who are praying. Now I tell you, I think that's a sermon in itself. I think that when we pray, God moves and he moves in magnificent ways he heard these women pray, and um, I believe he answered their prayer. Now, notice how supernatural this is. Look at verse 9. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man from Macedonia 
Now, it doesn't ever really say who this man is, but he appeared in a vision to Paul in the night. And there's this man said, uh, you know, and prayed him. In other words, uh, talked to Paul and said, come over into Macedonia and help us. So evidently, you know, there was a man going before the Lord as well uh, as these women. So here uh, Paul is uh, spoken to by the Spirit of God. In verse 10, he said, after he had seen the vision immediately, we endeavored to go into Macedonia, uh, surely gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. So here their plans are changed and they go uh, to Macedonia. And it tells the exact route that they took. Um, and verse 12, and from thence to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia and a colony. And we were in the city abiding certain days. And on the Sabbath, we went out uh, to the city by a riverside where prayer was wont to be made and sat down and spake unto the women that resorted thither. So among these women, the next verse says, was a name, a lady named Lydia. Now, in verse 14, we know uh, by this that Lydia was a businesswoman. It says, the certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshiped God and heard us, whose heart the Lord opened, uh, that she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. She was a seller of purple. Now, that meant that these uh, customers of Lydia would be very, very wealthy people. Uh, the, the color of purple meant wealth, and it symbolized the upper class, the upper economic class. She um, evidently traveled a good bit and was here with these, these Jewish women praying. And we know that she owned her own house. Verse 15 says, and when she was baptized and her household, uh, it doesn't say anything about her having a husband here, but um, she had her own household, which means that she probably had uh, servants, handmaidens, and those who helped with her house. Um, and she besought us saying, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house. She called it her house and abide there. And she constrained us. So here she's inviting these basically strangers to her home. These men, we know Paul, Silas, Timothy and Luke were there, but there were probably others that uh, she was inviting. She would have to have had a good size home to invite these men to stay with her. And this was an extended stay. We'll, we'll see that as we go along here, um, because the next verse talks about, well, let's just read it. Verse 16, and it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. This, uh, the same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, these men are the servants of the Most High God which show us the way of salvation. And this she did many days, many days this happened. We know that these men are staying at Lydia's house for at least these many days that he's talked about. 
she is feeding them, providing for them, and then they they have you know room enough for all of them to be comfortable there. And um, so this was a wealthy businesswoman. Isn't that interesting? Don't you love to see this in the Bible? Praise God. And then we see that Paul, um, after she had done this many days, Paul being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. You know, the devil will listen to your command in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, resist him and he will flee. And he certainly fled out of her life, so much so that the masters that uh, used her soothsaying lost money because there was no devils to uh, talk through her anymore. And they were not happy with Paul and Silas. So the Bible says they brought them before uh, the magistrates. They uh, laid many stripes upon them. In other words, they beat them and they put them, verse 24, into the inner prison. They cast them into prison and charging the jailer to keep them there. And then even put uh, uh, these um, feet in stocks. So they they were um, uh, not only in the inner prison, they were uh, bound there. And um, 25 is so wonderful. Like I said, I love the book of Acts. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. These are men of prayer. They prayed and sang praises unto God. Notice that they weren't just whispering these prayers and songs. It says the prisoners heard them. They were in the inner prison, but these men were praying and singing so loudly that all the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. Everybody there was set free by the power of God through prayer and praise. And that's a whole nother sermon, but it's a good one. Praise the Lord. Now the keeper of the prison, waking out of his sleep, seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself supposing that the prisoners had fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, don't harm yourself for we are all here. Now, isn't that something? Paul is trying to comfort the jailer that has been watching over him as a prisoner. Uh, Verse 30, he brought them out and, and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? And of course, they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. And so this was a tremendous miracle by the Spirit of God that really broke these men out of jail. And not only were they set free, but all these people were born again. And it was just a great, great victory. And I believe it was because of prayer and rejoicing that brought this to pass. But what I want to point out here is when they were let go in verse 40, they went out of prison and entered into the house of Lydia. And when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them and departed. They went back over to the house of Lydia, uh, a beautiful woman, a beautiful home, and praise God, a wealthy woman. Now, the interesting part about this, uh, this whole, these couple of chapters here is, is that this really was the first time that they had preached the gospel 
in Greece and that part of uh, Macedonia and Philippi. Of course, later on, uh, the Apostle Paul wrote the book of Philippians to the church of Philippi, and that was the one that was started here by these uh, women prayers. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you ever want to start a church, start with prayer. Uh, we've started several churches, and we always start um, with a prayer group. Uh, years and years ago, in 1980, my parents started a prayer group in Panama City Beach, Florida, and it later became uh, a church of 20 and then grew exceedingly and became a church of a thousand and uh, started with a prayer group. Really, my dad didn't go so much to the prayer meeting. It was mainly women praying, uh, but he was instrumental in helping the church grow and and certainly supported the ministry financially. So um, uh, then again, I started another church in Panama City years later, and we started with a prayer meeting. So uh, I see here this just wonderful principle of a prayer that can turn into a tremendous church. The Philippian church was so amazing. The Bible talks about in the book of Philippians, how uh, the grace of God was upon that church. And even in their deep poverty, they were givers and they gave liberally and it uh, blessed them. So they, they uh, came up out of that poverty and were so abundantly blessed by the spirit of God. So um, the uh, spirit of prosperity worked in that church and in, in those people's lives. And uh, again, I want to point that out because it's so important to know they, they, you know, Paul said, my God shall supply. That's the book of Philippians, all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus and uh, all your need. That's a, that's a, a three powerful words, isn't it? That God will supply all and he does and he will. So trust him for it. But this lady here, Lydia, really opened the uh, the whole European continent up for the word of God to be preached. And she was so instrumental in um, offering her home for this church to start and uh, ministered to and, and with the, uh, the men of God here. Um, and again, uh, the, the churches all over Europe grew out of, uh, of this really first seed that um, was planted by her and by her obedience to the Lord. I love the fact that she was open to these men, to their preaching. Um, the Bible says that um, she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. You know, we need to pay attention when ministers are preaching. We need to uh, really open up our hearts and our minds when we're in church. I think sometimes we can be so distracted by whatever, and um, we miss sometimes what the Spirit of God's saying to us by not doing what Lydia did. She attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul, and how it changed that whole area and the the whole region, and uh, affected people's lives. Uh, like I said, even financially, they become they became such a wealthy place, and um, uh, praise the Lord for it. So anyway, um, 
this, you know, I didn't read every verse here and every chapter, but I encourage you to go back through and read over this story again and um, even continue through the book of Acts because there's so many supernatural, powerful truths here that can really uh, encourage you and help you in your daily walk with God. So let me pray with you before we go. Father, we just thank you for this um for this encouragement uh from from this woman long ago from Lydia and um her willingness to pray and to join this prayer group her willingness to listen to these men of God and open up and attend uh to what they were saying and then her hospitality to even invite them into her home to stay and and the Bible says here for many days. And uh, I thank you, Lord, that we will do the same in our lives, that we will open up our lives, our heart to the word of God and attend unto your words, incline our ear unto your sayings. And um, I pray, Father, that today that women would um, be encouraged if if they're called to business, if if some that are listening are called Maybe they don't feel like they're called to full-time ministry, but they know that you've put something else in their heart. Um, may they be encouraged today uh, to rise to the top, as Lydia did, and uh, be a businesswoman that you have ordained them to be, and to give to the ministry and support the ministry and support the people in ministry, and um, let the Spirit of God move through them mightily. And I thank you for it, Father, and I pray for everyone in Jesus' name that's listening that today, today would be a great day for them and that you would speak to them and help them and bless them in every way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Hi, I want to invite you to a very special event that we're having this spring. It's April 30th and May 1st, which is a Saturday and a Sunday. Uh, it all starts uh, Saturday morning at 9.30 with a women's seminar and luncheon. Uh, I'll be teaching and a friend of mine, Reverend Pam Bollinger, will be teaching. And then we're going to have a wonderful lunch. It's free of charge. We do ask that you call to make reservations so that we'll know how much food to have. But I know you're going to love it. We have special guest singers, Rhonda Pihala, Cindy Black, Greg Black, and my wonderful husband, David Horton. So we're going to have great music. We've even invited some more musicians. So there might be some other surprises there for you. But ladies, come to this. We had one in, uh, in the right before Christmas, and it was so nice and so much fun. So we've decided to have another one. And then that evening, Saturday evening, April 30th at 6.30, we're going to have a Holy Spirit meeting. And this is for men and women. Um, again, we're just going to operate in the gifts of the Spirit as the Spirit of God leads. We might have some teaching, some preaching, a lot of wonderful music. And so come be with us 6.30 Saturday evening. And then Sunday uh, morning at 10 a.m., Reverend Cindy Black will be bringing the message for us she is a powerhouse. You're going to love her. And so the whole weekend, we're calling Empowerment Weekend. 
April 30th and May 1st. Now it's at Grace Harvest Church, our church, which is beautiful, beautiful sanctuary. Uh, it's in Holiday, Florida. So we're right in the Tampa Bay area and you can come be with us, enjoy this beautiful Florida weather. And for more information, you can find um, all kinds of things out at HortonMinistries.com. And I know that you will be blessed, spirit, soul, and body. So plan to come and attend this wonderful event, April 30th and May 1st. God bless you. Well, thank you for tuning in today to uh, this podcast. We have another one coming up. In fact, it's every other week, the first and third Friday. Hopefully this has spoken to you. If you would like to, we have a magazine. It's called Grace and Faith Journal, and it comes out once a quarter. And we'd love to send that to you. It has interesting articles. And then it tells what we're doing at Horton Ministries International to help people and to minister people around the world. If you want to email us at office at scarlethorton.com, then you can uh, give us your address. We can send you our Grace and Faith magazine. And if you're in Tampa, Florida, come see us at Grace Harvest Church. We pastor our local church here. Uh, but we mainly want to pray for you uh, and encourage you. So uh, again, if you need prayer, email us for prayer. We'd love to do that. And uh, tune in next time. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.